Now I did it. I've done it. Do it. Yay. Yes. Do it. Do we it. are now live. If you so, can we can it. go whenever Just you guys feel like it. Do it. Do it. You know, sometimes when you just live your life quietly, doing all the things you think are right, you know, people just pay you no mind. They don't think of you at all. But then every once in a while you do something that's not not like everybody else is doing. Maybe you're going to do something a little different. Maybe you're going to go take your own path, you know, one the guidance counselor maybe you didn't think of, you know. Free as a bird. Maybe I'm going to do something that's a little bit outside of the box that you keep trying to shove me into. Now all of a sudden everybody's taking notice. Now all of a sudden everybody seems to care. Seems like they want to put me down in the Lazaretto, Michael. They think I'm Cuco Loco. Let's Cucaracha. Let's talk about it. And lots of other things tonight. We got three great comics and podcasters here. Oh yeah. Fresh off of a show at a brewery that thinks I'm way too dirty to perform. Delicious beer, though. Yeah, they do have good beer. But there's only one way to talk to these people, Michael. What's up, Peter? We do a thing here called Theme Song. Yeah. Yeah. 
Welcome everybody to live from the Dutch Hall. We are Canada's only late night talk show and the greatest podcast ever to come out of a pool shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. Bar none. Bar none, people. And I believe we are that way because we have the greatest band in Canadian late night history. The Nocturnal Emissions. Come on, people. Let's get a round of applause. This week they're comprised of the super group that is Michael Bow, our band leader on rhythm and background vocals tonight. Beside him, Sans Cock Hat. It's the Rooster, the man that writes the music for some of the show. Dave the Rooster Shredders, everyone. Beside him on lead. You might recognize him as uh, being an ancestor of those who have uh, brutally murdered someone for no reason at all. It's Steve the Reluctant German, everyone. And beside him, hanging low, the balls of the nocturnal emissions. Whiskey Wes Higgins, everyone. And who's that playing percussions? That is our CRTC required Frenchman, the French tickler, Kev Belanger is here. And our guest tonight, three comics, podcasters, human beings. They have moving parts and blood running through their veins. Dave Smith Hayes, everyone. Ryan Sim. And back in the Dutch Hall, you might recognize him from the guy, he's the guy with no microphone the last time, Brett Mieser, everyone. Let's hear what he has to say. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Can you hear us? And who is this guy talking, you might ask, people at home? I know who it is. Yeah, I am the host of this show. It's the host of the show. Two times. President's Club Award winner. You know him and love him, Mr. Pete Van Hey, that's how you open a show, everyone. That's how you open a show. I think our microphones are off. Yeah. No, I think they're on now. Oh, they're on now. Yeah, oh, it's got a buzz in the room, and I like it. Because <laughs> right? yes. the band was rocking. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Feels good. Feels good, everyone. Welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall. We're back again. Yeah. We have a full house tonight, full of guests. That was me. What, what did you do, Steve? Did you say apologize to my sister? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you Did you wave I, away? I opened a beer and hit hit the uh, the pickup and it made a clunking. Oh, thing. I thought you belched in the microphone. No, that wasn't oh. me. I look like There's it. One. Oh, me. same as uh, same, all me. Uh, sorry to Lori. Oh, sorry, Lori. Lori, Lori, Lori. Sorry, yeah. Lori. Uh, that's sorry. a tradition of the show. It uh, has to be held true. If you're gonna do that disgusting stuff, you must apologize to my sister, Lori. All right, sorry, Lori. That's I'm gonna do it a lot tonight. So yeah. Okay. Just a heads up. Now, uh, Michael. Hello. I tell you, last week's show, I don't know, I'm kind of getting ahead of myself. This is kind of a feedback type thing. But last week's show, I garnered a lot of excitement. Ball's rolling. And I tell you, it's about your crop. Your crop's created a buzz. (laughs) Your crop has created a buzz. Oh, wooey, wowie, wooey. Who knew that so many people love tobacco? They love it. It is, it is just set the community on fire. It's it like thing. it's back where it should be. Tobacco talk on the radio. Let's talk plant positioning. <laughs> this stuff's good for everybody. And it turns yeah. out people love it. Yep. They love plant positioning. You know? If we could only have something for the rest of them, eh, Steve, like you? That's right. Yeah? <laughs> Steve does not have any interest in plant positioning. Well, it's just so easy. I don't, yeah, he thinks farming is just a joke. Just easy. People send your letters and 
come with your pitchforks one night just to my place and club Steve when he's leaving. <laughs> yep. Same. I'm going to bring Steve out uh, during harvest right about uh, late September. When yeah. the real pushes on before the frost. And we'll see how easy things are going then. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's great about Steve is that if we can keep him holding his ground as he has on this bit about him thinking farmers have it easy, <laughs> um, then Steve can become a real uh, heel, like in the wrestling terms. That's right. You know what I mean? Like he can be like a real bad guy in the farming communities. Yeah, and yeah. we go try playing shows in small towns. Steve will be known as the farmer hater. That's right. Ouch. Right? Oh, yeah. And so some people Ouch. will be coming because they love the music of the nocturnal emissions, but some people will be coming because they hate Steve. <laughs> Want to throw yeah. stones at Steve. Yeah. Ouch. They'll have signs. Ouch. Either way, they buy a ticket. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Boo. Yes. Right? Steve. And, and the only oh. person that gets hurt in this whole thing is Steve. Oh, <laughs> so it's a win, 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 mm. and somewhat lose for Steve. It's a bit of a loss for me. Now, you know, but, hey, Steve, you're at the gigs, aren't you? It's true. You wouldn't have got it if you didn't hate the farmers and they weren't coming to throw stones at you. <laughs> so you, you still go. get to play guitar, so shut your mouth. Woo. <laughs> Although, no, I'm just kidding. To be fair, Although, he doesn't hate the farmers. I he don't just hate thinks the their farmers. job is easy. No, okay, yes. I'm, I apologize. Ah, I was enough, saying where enough. the next steps would go. Yes. Eventually, he's going to start hating them once they start taking exception to that first statement oh. and start throwing stones at him. I think his opinion is going to get worse of them, don't you think? It's <laughs> yeah. not going to It's not going to yeah. get better. That's phase two. <laughs> phase, two. <laughs> phase two, he will definitely hate them. I love you. It's currently. But, but you're easy. <laughs> you're easy. Oh, man. Farmers Set the are table. easy. Set the table. You know, we were talking about this, and this kind of goes with their theme tonight. The theme tonight is uh, who or uh, what do you want to do and why aren't you doing it? That's the theme of it. I think it's a real catchy thing. It's going to be like Quit Your Job, the number one rated live from the Dutch Hall episode ever, Quit Your Job. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. yeah, but this this has the potential. But it does depends if these guys are duds or not. See, oh. right. there's no, two, no there's pressure. two first timers, no and then and last time Brett was Mike was cut off completely. Yep. I thought he was giving good information. Hey Brett, what's up? You were actually the fodder the last time, or not even last time you're on the show, but uh, someone else was on the show, and they were mentioning you on my program. I know. And this is your first time back since the the yep, since then those yeah. words were spoken. Yep. So you will definitely have a chance to defend yourself should you want it, Brett. Eh. What did they say? Yeah. Well, they said, I don't know. It was a long time ago. It was but, a long time ago. But you know what the funny part was? The criticism of, of, the criticism of Brett's act was actually of my jokes. <laughs> that's what the funny part is. If you listen back, I'm like, yeah. um, they're, they're actually saying the point is about Brett. The point about comedy was about Brett. But the joke that they were using as the example is my joke, you yeah. know? So it's like, uh, it was really... A, it was weird. It was really an insult to me more than you. <laughs> I really took it as that Yeah, because you took a Brett joke. Ugh. No, oh, it's his joke. Oh. No, no, they were they were criticizing the joke, Yeah, but they thought it was Brett, because you know, you, sometimes you're at a show, you're in the back, you, you don't know who's on stage, oh, just yeah, hear yeah, the yeah. joke, because yeah. you're thinking of your act coming up, and then all of a sudden you're like, uh, you're, you're just getting disgusted by the show, because it's like a shitty act after another shitty act. Yeah, that, then, was uh, a, that was a shitty night. I learned a oh, lot from that night. Hey. The first time we played New Lemberg, just to say, this is where these guys played tonight, and, and I, I have no reason to give these guys a plug because they, they still don't sponsor our show. Mm -hmm. But I'll say it, New Lemberg, you know, they're out there. I, I'm not going to be a, a, a oh, yeah. hide uh, hide about it, but one time we headlined there, remember, fellas? Yep, sure do. Oh, yeah. Pete what Van Dyke headlined, and the Nocturnal Emissions came. We did a, we did two bits, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Two yep. bits. So, yeah. Two musical numbers. <laughs> Closed with Eduardo. It was a well-received, uh, the very first show they ever had, comedy show there at New All Lemberg. Right. We headline, and they liked me quite a bit. The crowd right? was singing. Yes. That's right. The wow. next show was the one that we did, right? 
Yes. And they <laughs> and, and, uh, and I hosted. Yep. And uh, the fellow that booked the show came up with a lineup, and mm -hmm. uh, I decided to not use my better judgment and alter the lineup. I decided just to let it go. Yeah. Because I'm getting paid fifteen dollars, <laughs> right, to do that gig. Yep. Oh, I was promised twenty five, but I got paid fifteen. Uh, for this he yeah. this headache yeah. okay so i go there and then uh i get and i'm not bitching i'm saying this is the way it is yeah. i'm just selling because a lot of people go to these shows they think it's like every, we're we're like living a lap uh, a life of uh luxury or <laughs> fame all. and fortune or something like that jesus your Christ. pockets aren't getting lined no, no. the all. people we aspire to be in comedy yeah are broke <laughs> <laughs> you know like the, there's no there's no like uh the people we respect the most yeah. would be the ones that are actually the <laughs> poorest, you know? That's the that's the the sad truth about art is that the yeah. system for artists is broken. Mm -hmm. Is broken. Yeah, that that show too, like everyone talked about their dicks and it just killed the room. Like Yeah, yeah. It was that, dirty. That's why the room's no longer a dirty room. It's because of that show. Yeah, because of that show. Yeah. And, and and this is what I did. Mike and I went in there afterwards and said, I can't control who goes up and mm -hmm. A lot of those comics, they had five minutes. Yeah. They went. We gave them five minutes. They used their five minutes. They didn't have anywhere to go. Yeah. And then she goes, "You're the host of the show. How come you went so dirty?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, well, that's a good point." Yeah. Uh, I go, uh, well, "Checkmate." I, but this was my uh, my theory was that the I thought like the one comic walked a a, a table. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when they walked the table, they were saying they're leaving because the show's too dirty. And then. When I went up afterwards, and I thought I'd check see what the where the room was. I was going to test the temperature of the room. So yeah. I, I uh, told another dirty joke, saying, "Now we got those tight ass people gone. We can have fun again, you know." And then we, I told a squirting joke I was working on. Yes. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was uh, not well received. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was uh, the show went even worse. And then the comics at the end saved it because yeah. they they knew to change gears, you know. Yeah. But by that time, I was like, you you were, I think the one that. Kind of, you and Mitchell or whatever, like I, when it started, the wave started to change. Mm -hmm. But and then I stopped. Then I stopped uh, yeah. too. Like I wasn't dirty at that point on. I just kind of introduced the next act and everything yeah. brought it around. But I, the, they saw me because I I was last time the last one that did the dirty joke to say okay the room's dead. They don't mm -hmm. like that shit anymore. Yeah. I, uh, I, I I'd made a mistake. That's all. Yeah, I wasn't happy with my set that night either. Like and the thing is, you're you did the squirting joke. So if no one knows this, but prior to that. You were in Poacher, you were at Poacher's Arms. Yeah, yeah. And you were ahead of me, and you did the squirting joke, and yeah. then I did my masturbation joke after you. Remember? Yeah. Where it's the one where it's, I'm masturbating with a shower head, learning how to masturbate for the first time. Oh yeah. So yeah. and I did that joke after you, and it worked. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So then weeks go by, and then you did that joke. And I'm like, oh, I'm on next. I'm going to do the my squirting, like me masturbating with the shower head. Oh yeah, no, and no, that's, that's a different one. That's uh. And that's where I think a lot of the confusion came from was the. There's that, a little similarity there. I think that was my first time jerking off story. Just, just high-level yeah. comedy sounds like. Uh, but so from that, we're digging into the depths of humanity. From you know? that, I, I've, I've actually like really cleaned up since then. I learned so much from that. These are the like, smartest guys I know. <laughs> just no so more. you know, Pete, your legacy uh, precedes you, and it is currently still a clean room. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So fuck you. And I haven't been back. I haven't been back since. Since they made it a clean room. They said today, like they were talking about doing it outside, and they're like, it has to be clean. Has to be clean. <laughs> There's like outside. kids with pools around and stuff, so we can't have any swear words yeah. and stuff. So yeah. we've I, toasted that room. Never I mentioned you, and he's like, I know Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> yeah. That man is dirty. Yeah, that's my Dutch accent. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah he doesn't like you, Pete. <laughs> no, but you know what? Uh, he's nee, a good nee, guy. Nee, 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 nee. No, 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 no. 
<laughs> then, uh, then dicks fell out of your notebook. Oh yeah, that was not good. <laughs> was, <laughs> well, let's, let's get on with the show. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Well, yeah, this is the time in the show that uh, you know. What, does anyone uh, kind of uh, have an idea when we start this thing? Tenich. No, <laughs> ten, I don't think ten, so. Good guess, 20. Steve. I'd say ten thirty out there. Eh? Okay, Somewhere around ten twenty. All right, uh, but it is the time that we uh, do a little segment we call feedback. Sweet. We got feedback. <laughs> we got <Whoa>. feedback. <laughs> feedback. It's Feedback, feedback. You know, welcome to feedback. We got feedback. You know, you know. I always like to plug our sponsors during feedback. We got feedback. Why wouldn't you? But you know what I'm gonna start with today? Plugging ourselves. Plugging oh, ourselves, motherfucker. Oh, let me because, take my pants off. You know what? We got three guests here. These guys. Have, <laughs> you're gonna plug yourself that way, dude. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I, I was confused. Hey, you know what? This Let's is a video it. show now, Dave. It's a video show. It's on YouTube Live. There's children watching that. Oh, whoops. Is that a guitar pick? <laughs> That'll work. That'll do. <laughs> I never thought of it. It looked like it would be sharp. Rib for pleasure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Might leave a paper cut of some sort. Slot it in there. Just stop <laughs> using it, man. Just yeah. stop. <laughs> Are you spinning it now? <laughs> is that your move? It's his lucky nickel. <laughs> He's That's the lucky. lucky nickel. He's got a dirty beaver. <laughs> hey, uh, so let's where we're, we're oh, I'm on the Rub a Dub Pub Tour with All Doug right. Coning. Go. Uh, nice. Two locations so far, but if you'd like to book us, you know you can find us. You go to live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com or you can go to any of our social media shit at Dutch Hall or live from the Dutch Hall on all those things. And you can get a hold of me somehow. If you can't, you're just not paying attention. There's just so many ways to get a hold of me. And then we can do stuff. And then uh, you can uh, use us as your like dancing monkeys to then make money for charity or maybe to uh, just uh, have jock a night of jocularity with your compadres. Jocularity. Delightful. Yeah. Love that guy, Doug Coning. Shout out. Yeah. So Doug and I are, going, are with headliner Ty Wright in London on, I think it's uh, July the 23rd. Poacher's Arms. Uh, we're in August. <laughs> oh, we're in August, aren't we? August yeah. the 23rd. August you can the try, though. You can still try for July. Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. Thank you, people. I think it's July. It's a Thursday, whatever that one is, around the 23rd. <laughs> and I also have Swazi's, which is a Friday in what Waterford, up, Ontario, on the 31st. Great venue. With great Jason Allen will be there. As the another uh, great Hamilton comic. Another great yeah, another great Hamilton comic. And another guy that I started out with at Poacher's Arms. And Brett, you took a tour of Poacher's Arms. Yes, I did. Now, Poacher's Arms, it, it should be noted to me, Poacher's Arms, as far as London comedy goes, mm -hmm. since I've been doing comedy, Poacher's Arms has been like a, mm -hmm. a, a safe haven. Like, it's been like a real breeding ground yeah. for like people to be able to work on whatever they want to work on. Yeah. It, and you can say anything there. Anything. And when, they, when people talk in this day and age about safe rooms and bullshit like that, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, that's a real safe room because you can say horrible shit. Yeah, you can say anything. And nobody's like, I've heard some of the worst stuff in my life there. And yeah. I'm like, that's not comedy. But I'm like, at least I got the right to say it, you know? Yeah, but I've seen people walk. <laughs> people oh, yeah. will walk, get walked all the time. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can say anything there. But most of those people on the, not the, the, not the pro shows, but on the open mic nights, yeah. a lot of those people don't know they're there for a show. Yeah. Yeah, and those ones are usually surprised sometimes. <laughs> those some are the of best, them don't even the know where nights. they are. 
One time I was there and we were trying to do our open mic night, which is every fucking week. And there's a bunch of people playing like Magic the Gathering yeah. or something. At a pub? Like just yeah. hang, like, uh, yeah, I pub. play it, but I play it at a game shop. Like a regular yeah. human being. <laughs> I do, I, well, I don't know. If they, there is game <laughs> shops everywhere. True. But they were, they were, anyways, they played it at the bar and they told us as comics, to quiet down, please. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I see, you know, we, we, not only did we, we bought a microphone and an amplifier yeah. in order that our voices can be heard by it, people. Wait, That's people, different. People it's, playing it's, Magic think, Gathering? told you to be quiet be quiet that's like a virgin telling you your stroke game's off like what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's like um uh, uh, it's like i'm trying to do the analogy now let's work on a bet thing <laughs> oh that's inner dialogue oh, see, coming no, you're talking, talking through people talking, <laughs> talking through me. Really i do, do want to say that, that i think the poacher's arm is probably the best open mic in ontario for a monday yeah, like it's worth the drive. <laughs> Just do it. It's a lot it's of qualifiers. It. A lot of qualifiers there. There's yeah. no better mo open mic than that one on a, on a Monday. Monday. On a Monday. Yeah. On a Monday. Where Monday. do you want to go get stabbed with a pick and shovel? Huh? <laughs> yeah, we've seen some fights go down. Nice plug. <laughs> I've seen some people lose teeth with a pick and shovel. Yeah, that's, a, that's it's the only a, bar where you. <laughs> I've seen people lose teeth. Like you go and you can't go 26 weeks in a row. You lose all your teeth. <laughs> yeah, you can't you know, do it. There was like police reports and everything. Like, it was. Hey, we don't talk about that. No, I know. Yeah. I know it's a real deal. I'm telling you, comedy <laughs> is not. People think it's like you got to have balls to do it. Yeah, you do. You, there's no question about it. Like I'm, I'm always surprised because most of you guys seem like pussies to me. Like when I'm out doing shows. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Maybe these. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's not like the manliest group of uh, people or like whatever. This, but then you start digging into these guys and finding out like these guys are badass. Like they're not afraid of nothing. They're gonna they'll take the punch, they'll take the knife, they'll yeah. do whatever. Like yeah. it's like they are tough a lot tougher than you give them credit for. I relate the You comedy. don't wanna fuck with any of those guys. The comedy no. scene's very similar to like the punk rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. punk rock music scene, I think. You mean that's the vibe that I get from it's very most punk rock and yeah like you guys just have that energy, you're able to fucking knock off people's shit, like you, you know doesn't really matter sometimes i feel like i'm say. doing punk rock for like like uh like an old folks home you know yeah. <laughs> like people that don't want it don't want punk rock at all <laughs> they would like something else please that sounds like punk rock yeah like yeah. give me sinatra because we don't want whatever you're doing we don't want that if you want a tour of the worst bars in ontario do comedy i've never not wanted to take a shit more than doing comedy like whole Oh, yeah. I, I think I, it's better to hold it in. Like, I don't. It, that toilet looks like it's been to Vietnam. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm always a no touch policy at any of my shows. Like, I want to pee before I go, yeah. and uh, I want to make sure I'm, I'm like definitely got like a no no touch. Yeah. Any of the things. Yeah. Stripper that. rules when you do comedy. Yeah, yeah. Stripper rules. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You're not in the cleanest of places, though. There's a lot of places. I tell you the truth. I don't think I would ever have gone to in my life. Yeah. If uh, unless it was to do a, a show yeah. there for free, yeah, <laughs> like uh, we, we drive for five and it's free. Like, yeah, it's just so stupid of us. Oh man, I would have to drive at least an hour for every show I did. Yeah, and just, I would go do it five nights a week. Yeah, and I would drive an, at least an hour to do five nights a week to people who didn't want to watch me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, and uh, it's so true. It's that's so how true. you learn how to be a, a comic yeah <laughs> that, that's exactly it. that's the only way to do it yeah it's the only way to do it's it it's the only way to do it you can tell people like oh you can sit at home and write i'm yeah. like oh then you might like you it's that's masturbation mm -hmm. you if you like getting yourself off with your own jokes then just don't perform right? yeah but as soon as you're giving it to people that all think differently than you then mm -hmm. you're 
it's a totally different game because now now you're gonna you're gonna have to read so many things at the same time and change gears and yeah. there's so it's it's so much different so many levels that yeah. you get when you perform it than than when you write it you know it's a different mm -hmm. thing altogether it's always you versus them that's yeah, the way yeah. i always look at it yeah and it is just hopefully you have the right combination of words that will work you know that's, that's all what, it is I, that's why i'm excited since i passed my kidney stone mm -hmm. that, oh. that i'm like after i went through that pain and they're telling me there's no way you're gonna pass it. it's too big and i'm like i already fucking passed it man it's huge i still got it i can show you after yeah i want to see it i do want to see it's it huge, I wanna, i'm very interested I, oh, that was, <laughs> I thought i had a kidney stone but i didn't know it and i thought i had the worst std in the world because it hurt when i peed yeah oh. I, I still remember being young and someone had did a, you pass it in the hospital waiting really yeah i was like what is wrong with my dick because <laughs> i shot it out in the waiting room oh yeah. yeah there was a kid there was a kid in high school who like took like three weeks off because he had the kidney stone so we all thought he had like aids and then he came back he's like we have kidney stones and i'm like oh i'm just gonna start drinking a lot of water now because okay. that's the way to get rid of it yeah, or that's keep it low right it's just is water it? yeah it's oh, all yeah. about the water game. was yours all jagged and shit Oh, it's like a meteor from space. Apparently, that's the closest we can come to having children. So, holy fuck! We did Good the, on you. We did the math, and now the thing is, we did the math with yeah. who is it? It was, it was my wife and I were place. at your place with yeah. my cousin, with Dave's wife. Dave's wife was like, uh, "We should measure measure your urethra, right?" Yeah, the circumference. Oh, this and is good. The circumference of she your, wanted uh, to measure the circumference of my urethra and compare it to the circumference of her vagina, right? You, oh, so and then so how much easier a was comparative yeah. like study with the stone. And I said you're measuring the wrong thing. Don't measure my urethra. That's at the end. You got to measure my uterus, oh. which go from the kidneys to the bla to the bladder, and that's only about three millimeters. And I had an eight millimeter by a uh, five millimeter stone going through a three millimeter a tube that doesn't go through contractions yeah, to stretch. Contract, yeah. no. So you were still like way below birth, right? I was like way more than birth. Oh, that's it's Do you know what it looks like? It looks like a jagged fucking like blood diamond. Yeah. You just piss it out. You know what a baby's head looks like? You know what a baby's head looks like? A baby's head looks like it's like a sausage that you're squeezing out of a vagina, and eventually, it, once it pops out, it pops into a head. You know, it doesn't come out like a circle, like a head. It's like it a comes balloon. out squishy. Oh, like so a gross. squishy balloon, and that's why they got the soft spot and shit. And then the head, all of a sudden, you're like, what is that? At first, it's like a bubble. Right. And I was like, why is that bubble coming on my wife? And then they're, they're like, that's your kid's head. It's a friggin' bubble. I'm like, that can't be my kid's head. There's a little hair on the bubble. <laughs> and then I go, uh, then I said, um, uh, then all of a sudden, sure, shit, it's the head. And then the shoulders, Chart and I were talking about the shoulders. Like, they're not, they're not like you're coming out like a linebacker. Yeah, yeah. They're coming out like, yeah, one, like one, one flopped over the other, you know? Yeah. So, like, if you think of a baby... It's very much cylindrical <laughs> compared to my jagged meteor uh, stone. Couldn't they just cut it out? Yeah, cut they, it out of your dick? I don't know. <laughs> no, they could. They they could, but it, but it was too late. They took too much time fucking around looking for it and stuff. Yeah, well, once it gets in the shaft, it's all Pete and I, you know. Yeah, yeah. Once it's in the shaft, <laughs> it's all up to us. See, like what happens if if it's in your uterus, then they have to do a surgery to get it out or yeah. or try to break it up. If it's in, if it falls into your bladder, it feels like you got like a like a uh, uh, an infection that like you got to piss all the time. Yeah, and it's like tickly and stuff. And then all of a sudden, it enters your dick. And when it enters your dick, it's just like you have a big, huge rock in your dick. <laughs> well, yeah. When I had it, I was like going through Tinder. Like I, I gotta figure out who I gotta say I'm sorry to. You know? Damn. <laughs> 
So I'm when they, when they you, you might have rocks in your dick. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> you gotta be careful. Rocky bad. So, <laughs> so when you break it up, right? Dick. It's it's like they they shove the hose up the urethra and go up that way, right? Or do they cut you open and kind of try to do it from the outside? Well, they said they told me that if it was in my bladder, mm-hmm. which would, then they could go in with like a hook into my dick. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how and they would just it. like fish it out of my bladder. But they if it's said, still, if it's between your kidneys and your bladder in that little, I think they gotta cut you open for that. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta get a vacuum in there. It's like a, la- it's like laparoscopic though. Like it's yeah. a little, they put a little like a tiny probe into you now. Oh god, it's oh, amazing. Oh really? So they don't even cut you open. They just like even when they do heart surgery, like uh, yeah, they, they can do a lot of like replacing, put in like stents and stuff yeah. like that, and fixing valves with just like a little tiny cut. Like, and they put this little thing in it, and, and it's, like, uh, smaller than your vein. It just flows through your vein like a little spaceship or something. Yeah. It's fucking crazy. They do with a joystick. You know, we live in the country, right? Most, most of us live in the country here, like, in the sticks. And we get shitty health care our whole life. Like, we get crappy health care. And it's, like, we just get used to it. But then I've been really sick lately. Mm-hmm. And so they send us to real hospitals, like, they handle real sick people. And it's really good here. Like our country's actually got good health care. Last time I it's saw you, they don't give it to us down here. <laughs> yeah. Last time I saw you, you were sick. Last huh? time I saw you, you're like, I lost thirty pounds. I'm sick. Yeah, I am sick. <laughs> you should you should go downtown to the jeweler and get that stone mounted on a ring. Ooh. Oh yeah, they want it at the lab. I keep trying to give it to them, and they're like, I don't know. They, no. huh. If you don't return my calls, me and Baby Earl have developed a relationship, <laughs> and we're going on tour together. People want to see it. You I only right did, I only told I did one set where I talked about my kidney stone. The lady at the bar asked me to, to see the pictures on my phone. She wanted to see it. Yeah. It's a real interest piece. Making yeah. a necklace, man. Yeah, I think I should go on tour with the kidney stone. Yeah, and Earl. Yeah, people can get their picture taken with like the Stanley Cup. <laughs> we have like uh, people pose by it. Yeah. Anyways, wheels are in motion. We've got things going on. Yes. You know, you think that's a joke, and then you realize that I actually do these things, eh? <laughs> that we're like, you know, no, I remember that thing about that me tour and the Kenny Stones, like the Stanley place. Cup? No, no, I got a, I got a 14 city tour. It's a winter <laughs> tour. <laughs> we're, we're actually doing it. Boys, you got to play a song. I wrote a song about the kidney stone. And it's like a love song to my uh, dick, dick stone. It might get weird when they start booking the stone and not you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me and the stone have a real animosity toward each other, jealousy. Get all the good gigs yeah. down. Yeah. Next summer, no, Doug Coning in the stone. Yeah. No, he's just the manager exactly. at that point. He's the entourage. He's the plus one. He's uh, yeah. Fucking Doug starts touring with my stone. <laughs> stone starts dating my wife. It's a big God stone, baby. It is big. Very knobby and shit. Was it was it bigger? Like was it Then what? Then his dick. Like was it was it bigger coming out? Like did it Yeah, it's three mil- it? three millimeter hole, eight millimeter stone. Ugh. No, I'm asking like was like so when it was coming out of your dick, did it make your dick bigger for those like moments it was leaving? Yeah, does it look well, like a it was plumped up. A deer? It was plumped up. I'll tell you that it was plumped <laughs> yeah. up. But the very uh, was I'm, it like watching uh, a python eat in reverse? Yeah. Was it like <laughs> I've told this on the show before, so I apologize to anybody that's hearing this for the second time. But yeah, but the main thing was that I thought was the most alarming was when it was uh, headed down my shaft. Uh, there was a point it felt like something was in there, like there was something like if you bend over and you put mm. pressure on it, it would like be sharp and like right. dag in India. <laughs> so at one point in time, I I it was in here in the Dutch Hall. I just locked the door and I just pulled my pants down. And I pulled my dickhead apart. Like I just started taking my pee hole and yep, like yep. pulling my pee hole apart so I could just look in there because it felt like it was in my head, you know? Yeah. And sure as shit, there it was. Yeah. I could see the crown of it, you know? Yeah, I had the same thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking. It, I was like, I couldn't believe it. And then I thought tweezers. Then and one more piss, it got close enough. And I'm like, I can touch it now, like pretty easy. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the tweezers. And then uh, one more piss, I just got a sieve and just pissed in the sieve and then oh. popped it out. Can I ask you, did it hurt when you peed, like leading up to it? No, the peas never really hurt that bad. Uh, Mine must be stuck in the shaft for a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's different for everybody. Or you, know? you did have a venereal so disease. Yeah. Maybe I had the combo. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's ripping down like a... It's both. Ripping down like a, a pus Diamond pussy. Yeah. What was the last time you got tested, actually? <laughs> Often. <laughs> I like a nice test. Hey? You go get a nice... It's feedback, hey. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Feedback. Uh, so those are the gigs. I, uh, you know what? I'm going to plug these guys' podcasts. Let's do it before we forget. We got David Smith Hayes. David, can you plug your podcast for us, please? Uh, okay, so I actually do both of their podcasts. Uh, so me and Ryan here, we do the other movies. Uh, so we watch the sequels to films that we've never seen before, and we review them. And we try to figure out what the fuck's going on. Would we watch the first one? Would we? It's a lot of fun. How old are the movies that you're watching? Uh, all movies. Soup every... to nuts. Yeah. As long as we haven't seen the first one, we'll watch the sequel. Like, the last one we did was Paul Blart Mall Cop 2. Two. And we also did Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Which is actually the sixth movie. No, no, sorry. That's the fifth movie of this franchise. You guys, I want to... Let's just... Let's just... uh, I want to make this introduction. Okay? The people... What's the name of the podcast again? The Other Movies. The Other Movies. The Other Movies. This is a future guest of your program right here. Michael Bowe. Yep. Michael Bow, he like does what, he grows tobacco. He's a tobacco farmer here in Norfolk County. Who and, isn't? And, well, uh, uh, this is one of them. <laughs> the, re- <laughs> no, the rest of us yeah, are not, Steve. but he is. But he is, and and he he uh, ir- when he's irrigating has to watch TV at odd hours of the night. And in the in the summer t- in the irrigation season, he has watched more sequels than any Always person I've sequels. ever met. Always the sequel. Police never Academy the, too. Never the first one. I would come love, on in. Come on in, or give us a suggestion. Like, have you seen Major one? League like, Two? Police Academy Two. You did it. Uh, we, I've, seen, it. I've w- seen Police Academy Two because I used to live by the campus that it was filmed on in Toronto. We there did Revenge go. of the Nerds Two. Oh, oh, yeah. Revenge of the Nerds Two. Oh, yes. One. That's yeah. actually that's one of the better sequels that we've <laughs> seen. <laughs> so far, the Roger Ebert review, the best one we've had is one out of five. Gremlins <laughs> Two. Uh, we, we did. We critter- did. Critters too. That was our first episode. Was Critters Anyways, that's too. our podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, I got to listen to this. No, yeah, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Brett showed up on an episode. He showed up on Highlander 2. Uh, <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> it's a terrible fucking movie. Slapshot 2 is the, is a piece of oh, garbage. Oh, we gotta watch yeah, it's that. on our queue. We have, we have I've never seen queue. it out of principle, but yeah. I will watch it. I Maybe if I. If I'm ever on, I'll watch you, you it. You gotta come on. You know what? If oh, you, if you, I hate to watch that. Pete, if you tweet a movie, we'll watch it. And we'll and we'll do it. So what we do is we talk about the plot, so you don't have to watch it. Then we review it, and we also sometimes have uh, a, a feature where we do seconds, please, where we come up with a movie that hasn't been made yet. So we did. Uh, Ernest goes to North Korea. We came up with that one. Yeah. Uh, the new sequel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and Brian Reynolds plays Ernest, and Jim Carrey's Vern. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. We almost did what's eating Gilbert Grape's mom's oh, foot. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but, plot twist: It's diabetes. I gave it away. Don't worry. <laughs> it's a terrible plot twist because she dies in the movie. Yeah. She's or- already dead. <laughs> what about Forrest Gump in space? Kay. Shut up. We're going to talk about Brett's podcast now. <laughs> Great segue. Because yeah, that's good. I like it. I I am the producer. I produce. I'm producer Dave. Uh, so Brett's podcast is called "You Don't Know Me Yet." Yeah. He comes to my house once a week. I film him talking about 
his adventures as a stand-up comedian. Brett, take it away. Yeah, the whole podcast is the, or the show is just really about my week of just my week of becoming a comedian, right? Like it's just like what I do, where I go, and just talk about that stuff. A look behind the curtain of what it's like yeah. to grind on. Just the- to be an amateur comedian, and if I can be, ever become a pro, like it's just like let's see the whole process kind of thing. So I just talk about the shows I'm on. I never say anyone's name or anything like that. It's just about like what I do and what I what challenges and stuff that happen just things like that yeah i I name drop more than he does on the show i don't really name drop and i talk about some of the shows i'm on like i'll mention this that i've been on it and stuff yeah yeah oh thank you very much yeah (laughs) it's supposed to it's just about spreading the web you know like and uh i think that's how it has to work Mm -hmm. there has to be more collective uh collective participation of the people in our community in order to do great things well that's what everybody in la is doing right if you watch all their stuff like everyone's does the round in a sense, right? Yeah. Like they're all on everyone else's podcast, so that's kind of what we have to be doing Laurie. too. Yeah, well, we're we're in, the, we're in the process right now of doing some pretty exciting stuff down here, mm-hmm. and uh, we want. Uh, You're too far away. Where are we? <laughs> Corner? What? No, but I think it's uh, that. That's what it's like. It's we're like, in Delhi, right? That's where we are. Yeah, yes. just outside of Delhi. Okay. And uh, you know, but it. I'll tell you, if you know how tough it is uh, yeah. to do. Um, something that's a little bit creative and to do it and try to live a reasonable life mm-hmm. is even harder where the cost of living down here compared to anywhere up there is ridiculously lower. Ugh. Like ridiculously lower. I bought a house off Barton Street and it probably costs more up here. Yeah. Like, I'm just telling you, I, 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 I'm, it's not even remotely close. What you can still accomplish here is like going back in time when you used to be able to make money yeah. because things were cheap enough that you could. That's what it's like here. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the cities, it doesn't make sense anymore. There's nothing. There's no model that's going to let you let you succeed. It's just a model that's going to make you keep like uh, running in that same rut. That they just keep you at the level where you continue to be like desperate and do stuff for yep. that you would hate just in order to pay the bills, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what the that's why I'd, I I think it'd be better just to change that model. Yeah. And uh, see if we can make a model where you can make it reasonable for people that are making something new, like they can actually uh, mm-hmm. uh, make a living and uh, make good art that's not uh, compromised to serve corporate interest and stuff like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, totally get that. And so that's so that's what I think. The Live from the Dutch Hall should pioneer. Why not do that? Yeah. yeah. It's not a... If you're thinking if you're gonna make a goal for yourself, you might as well change the world. You know, it's it's, it's it seems like you might as well make it a good one. Why not? Might as well. Just shoot for the stars, right? That's right. Shoot for the moon. That's what you do. And then you land amongst the stars. That's right. That's what. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's still pretty fucking good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's what good. I say. You're still shooting. So for feedback this week, <laughs> let's whisper through these sponsors. Amazon, you know what you do? You go to Live from the Dutch Hall's website, you click on our Amazon banners, you do your Amazon shopping, and some of that money comes and helps the show. And we put all that into uh, stuff to make the show better, and it's worked really good. show's gotten better. Like, if you don't think so, then you're probably not listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And uh, who else we got? We got uh, Norpak. The beef people. Oh, yes. I didn't know who was going to do it. I didn't know who it was either. Norpak. The beef people. It's summertime. If you want to put a steak on the fire. Maybe mm. you think about Norpac. The beef people. That's all there is to it. And Van Dyke Party Services. Don't live your life in regret. I hey. really regret to inform the Van Dyke Party Services. You know, we got a requested gig. Mm. Whoa. And it was oh. it just wasn't enough time to pull it off. Oh. It just wasn't enough time to pull it off. I feel like we've let uh, people down. That is a letdown. But uh, 
I really feel like I've let people down, Michael, on Van Dyke Party Service, because you know what? Most people's lives are really, they really suck. And what they need is between five and 29 Van Dyke First Cousins to come to their, their function and bright yellow jackets. Liven it up. Liven it up for them, because their lives are terrible and our lives are really fun. So why don't we, why don't we do, like, all it's going to cost you, $100 of cold hard cash, plus all of our expenses, which will be extremely dear. But if you're not 100% satisfied, that $100 comes right back to you. With those expenses, they've run through our bodies and potentially yours. Van Dyke Party Services. Do not live your life in regret. Brought to you by our good friends at Clean Flow. Clean Flow. Clean Flow, shout out, you're the best. Big up. Big up, Matty O. And uh, last but not least, Yarmy Electric. You know what? I got some things I need Yarmy Electric for in the fall. If you motherfuckers call him one time, and therefore I can't fulfill my dreams because Yarmy Electric's not doing the work I need to, in order to accomplish my goals this fall, then you haven't listened to my show. You don't respect what I do. My cousin's phone better not fucking ring for the next three months <laughs> Sorry, with busy. any of you fucking listeners. I swear to God. He does not want your business. It's harvest time. Your Army Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. If we don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. Brought to you by Clean Flow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got all the things out. Now, to go to, let's go. We're going to run through feedback. These are the people that love tobacco talk. Alastepa Jones. Yeah, yeah. Alastepa. She could listen to Tobacco Talk all day long, is no what doubt. she said. Come on down. down you know who else loves Tobacco Talk? Kyle Van Dyke. Uh, no way. Very Lord. impressed with my uh, knowledge of plant positioning. You know why I know why? Because it's fantastic. I have good knowledge of plant positioning. Sure do, Peter. You want to say otherwise? I got exception with that. <laughs> Punch you right in the nose. Or the teeth. Yeah, or the teeth. <laughs> That's a good point, Mike. Depends how tall you are. And uh, who else? Uh, let's go with... Um, Perhaps the Adam Apple. There's there a lot of people that like the old tobacco talk. But you know what else? Like Julie Franklin said it was the best show ever. Julie Franklin oh, said the wow. best show ever. Really? That just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, because we threw a lot of sunshine her way. It's because she is my favorite cousin. Number one cousin. You know what I like about that? You, you, on that show, you said every morning when you wake up, you rank your cousins. Yes. Every morning. Every morning I wake when up. you wake up. Brush my teeth, rank my cousins, go to work. So who's winning today? Huh? Julie Franklin. Number one. Julie. Who's going to upset is Julie she, Franklin? Have you she, met her before? Is she regularly number one? Yes. Always number one. Nice. Julie Franklin's Julie. a part. She's the best. Shout who's, out who's to Julie. Julie. You ever, do you ever drink whiskey shots with Julie Franklin at a Van Dyke wedding? You haven't lived, no. sir. Well, they didn't you me. haven't lived. Invite me out. Who's number, who's number two? Oh, uh, number today. <laughs> today. Who's number two today? Today. Yeah, today. Mm. Who's, cat, who's, who's chasing her? Who's chasing her? You know, today, I'm going to give it to old Michael. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Got to catch up. Uh, Michael, you know, you were always in the top five recently. Thank because you, you want to know why? Appreciate the greatest it. pleasure of my life is driving past your crop this year. <laughs> it's all about and, that plant position. Still works. And if you didn't have such a beautiful crop of tobacco, you'd be you'd be in the muck in the mire with with schlubs with schlubs like uh, let's name some cousins down the middle. Uh oh. Let's name uh -oh. some cousins down the middle. I'm ready to do it. Uh oh. Whoa. Who's down there? I'm gonna give it. I have to give. I'm gonna say. He's down in the muck in the mire. <laughs> Give me a position, Dave, and I'll tell you which cousin's there. 17. Ooh, man. That's a girl. I want to go with a boy. I want to go with a boy. So. Oh, okay. Sorry. Let's go 16. All right. How about 16? 16. Sweet 16. 16. Who's 16? I got to think about this for a minute. Stop. 
Uh, 16. Didn't you put this together this morning? Oh, shit. I know. <laughs> every morning is different, though. You know? it's, it's been a long day. <laughs> Who's really a 16 for me? Uh, <laughs> this is weird. I got 29 cousins. Yeah. I got to rank them all. You're holding a match to the bridge right now. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Let's check your whiteboard. Wait, inside. are they all Van Dykes? Or are they Sorry, all Jeffrey. Just like Sorry, Jeffrey. Oh. Boom. I don't know who 16. <laughs> Jeffrey. You know what? And Jeffrey, some weeks, has been in solidly in the top 10. I would when say. When he's sitting in the Dutch Hall, especially. Great yeah. fan of the show and a supporter. But, however, today, 16. Haven't seen him in a while. Don't give a shit about him. <laughs> Van Dyke hockey weekend, <laughs> Jeffrey, top five easy. Oh, I loved him that weekend. He was right up there. He was one of the highlights of the, of the trip. I'd say number one for me. But just ha- you know, just haven't seen him in a bit. Just dropping down. So we still love Julie, right? Yeah, Julie's the best. One. Okay, yeah, that's a hard one. one to beat. Hey, bartender, can we get some beers up here? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll get you some beers. What Who am want? I apologizing to when I burp again? Lori. 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 Shout out to Lori. I burped a bunch when these guys were playing. Oh, I, think, I like how you so. how you bank them up and you still get the apologies out because well, that's what you need to do. I'm a small town guy. I, even I get Steven. how it goes. Yeah, even Steven. Steven right. What's your small town? Yeah, your uh, it's called South River. Elsewhere Where's that? Uh, do you know where North Bay is? Yeah? It's about half an hour south on the 11. Oh, yeah? yeah. Did you grow up on a farm? Uh, no, I was a townie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. All beef farms Thank up you. there? Uh, no, it's actually a lot of lumber. Not a lot of farming. Dairy farms. Oh. Not, not beef, but like dairy. Dairy, oh, yeah. yeah. Pulling tits, eh? Yeah, a lot of tit pulling. <laughs> uh, a lot of tree cutting. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, nothing no. wrong with that at all. Tits Beautiful country up there. I, I think that's why I'm not a tit guy. It's because yeah. I've seen so oh, many tits. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's not how that works. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you ever been to Oxford County? Like Kevin Blanche's from Oxford County. You know what? Uh, you know what the worst part about uh, dating an Oxford County girl is? Was that she's your cousin? No, getting the taste of iodine out of your mouth when you suck her tits. Oh. Hey, oh. hey that, is that a good joke, Michael? Oh. <laughs> Mike's marrying a girl from oh, Oxford County oh. too. Hey, right? It must be tasty. <laughs> it's it's gotta, salty and delicious. <laughs> it's got a taste for the iodine. Yeah. I do, apparently. I like it, it a lot. I really Dairy hope. farmers I like would enjoy that joke, right? They would. Because it's true. Because it's, it's true. It's true. It's got to be a true joke. Yeah. You know, if that's you're like going to suck it till you want it to be clean, you dip it, give it a dip. Yeah, that's like saying... Uh, I'll pull out one of the dippers from the barn. That's right. Give it an old teat dip. <laughs> We're going to bed, Marge, you know? <laughs> Get the teat dip. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, hey, I might get some oral pleasure. The dairy farmer might decide maybe he's going to put his dick in the teat dipper. <laughs> That's right. Give it a little, come up with an orange dick. Keep it safe. Hey, if you're from Oxford County and you're milking cows, just give us an email at live from the Dutch at gmail.com and tell us if you put your dick in a teat dipper. Ever. Yeah. What? What did I miss? Why, why would you? Hey, first off, I took a pee. Why would you not try that? I want to know. I want to know who's not trying that. Well, that, it, it, it turns out iodine tastes terrible. I'm sure. No, no. I'm saying sticking your dick in the the tipper. Right? Oh yeah. Like it, it seems the right size. It seems like it'd be a good time. It looks like a country. It just. Flashlight. It just. Sucks. Yeah, it's like a country it's flashlight. Like a, it's a country flashlight, guys. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I bet you there is some dairy farmers out there who have fucked a teat dipper. Oh, I don't doubt this at all. Oh my God, we might have stumbled onto something. <laughs> Yo, this is a whole new fetish. Freaky man. farmers. <laughs> yeah, we might have really hit on something good here. We're onto something, guys. Hey, you know what? Yeah. This can just be one of these Dutch all facts. Let's say this. 85% of all dairy farmers have <laughs> fucked a teat dipper at some point in their life. Starting here. I believe it. You heard it here, I believe it. Spread it out. Put it on the internet. Is that a cow? It's a fact. I, 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 where, 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 I'll you ask all my dairy farmer friends. You don't know. You don't. Yeah. 
Nah. What small we? country are you from? He's from a small town, he yeah, says, of 20,000 people. Where are you from? Uxbridge, Ontario. Uxbridge. That's uh, near Port Perry. Small yeah, town. Yeah. Small town. Yeah, but yeah, what's, yeah. A, what's a teat? <laughs> I, I give it quite credit for being small. What's a teat farmer? But not like yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, a teat farmer? Yeah. So he said? No, no, a teat dipper. Dipper, it's yeah. like a, 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 a dairy farmer who milks a cow yeah. before they were to like put it into the like suction cups that are gonna like pump into the tank that yeah. you're gonna drink. They would like want to make sure like all the shit that's hanging out on, mm. on the cow's teat. Oh, they've been laying. has been washed uh, off. Been laying in their beds. Sometimes <laughs> the cow just likes to take a nice sloppy diarrhea shit because it's been eating hay and corn all day, and then right. just shits yeah. all over its own tits. <laughs> and then is like, before you go put that, oh, true. Before you go put that milk into the tank uh, to sell to people to drink, they like to clean it up a bit. So they put it. They want to make sure it's sterile. That's right. So they uh, take this thing where they put the, you know, the teat, like the like the nipple that comes down. Yeah. That you pull on. You stick that into this like rubber hole. And then, it, and you dip it in iodine to, to sterilize it. Oh. And so, like M Michael said, was he thinks most of the people he knows from Oxford County uh, uh, have probably stuck their dick in that once or twice uh, when they're horny. Whispers, whispers. There. That sounds uh, good. It sounds like nature's flesh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see anyone trying I can imagine oh, a couple of Dutch, guy, Dutch guys up from Inner Kipway. That maybe there had a bunch of orange dicks once in a while when they were 11, 12 years old. They got caught with the orange dick. I don't know what happened, says their parents. You know, like we're just, oh, they never really took an interest in milking the cows before. And then all of a sudden they turned about 13 and uh, now milking they're, they're the milking. Time. They want to milk them four times a day. I thought it was some sort of jaundice on your dick. <laughs> I don't know why, but they want to milk the cows with their comic books. It's weird. Yeah. Super fucking weird. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anyways. I hope these guys are listening to this one. Yeah, I, I hope they're listening to this one. I know one that is. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see what his take on it is. Please, somebody from Oxford County, tell me if you've ever done it before. You know anyone that's done it before. I'm sure someone's done it, right? What's the most fuckable thing on a tobacco farm? As a young guy growing up on a tobacco farm, what's the most, what's the most enticing thing to fuck on <laughs> a tobacco farm? I was going to say, uh, we're probably not known for... Uh, being good with our fingers in harvest time with the gum all over it. Yeah. We're not good fingerers. No. You know, tobacco really? farmer, you don't get fingered by a tobacco farmer in no, September. It's a bit sticky. Yeah, you're going to get it like... You're, you're, sticky, icky. Your pussy's going to be a bit yellow <laughs> for a bit. A bit of tar. <laughs> nicotine rush. When I, I used to go to school in grade nine, because I, I worked in tobacco, and I went to school in Brantford, which is like a, was a city for me, mm -hmm. um, people didn't know why my hands were all yellow. And it's because when you prime tobacco or you're handling tobacco all summer, like it stains your hands. So yeah. you try to wash the tar off. And there's all kinds of tricks. You use like that orange. Uh, yeah. That, or, that, ble or bleach. Or bleach. I used to bleach oh, yeah. them. You know, like anything. But then you'd sit in class. You have like these orange hands. And everyone thought you were just like had some disease or something. <laughs> yeah, like, no, totally. I'm just working tobacco. Like hey, around here, no, everybody had orange hands, like yeah. the yellow hands mm -hmm. in September. So Ooh. nobody would question it. But If you didn't have the yellow hands, were they the town pussy? Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Around here, yeah, yeah. Around yeah. Here. Like, Up what there. What skin are you on from your hands? <laughs> You're like, uh, I'm on three. Yeah, exactly. Three layers. My wife, like when we started dating, she was working on a tobacco farm. My wife. <laughs> she worked on a tobacco farm too? Oh, yeah, everyone oh, did. Holy shit. Yeah. That's what we've been seeing. That's what we've been seeing all... Is that what we saw driving here? Yep. Yeah, tobacco. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what is this? And Jane uh, Jane used to work on one, and, she, and women would usually wear rubber gloves, like kitchen washer smart, gloves. Smart, smart, smart. So they wouldn't ruin their hands. Jane's like, no way, man. I am not doing that. I have an allergic uh, reaction to tobacco too, <laughs> which I would even benefit more from those gloves, but I ain't no pussy. <laughs> I'm going to continue to handle the, 
the, the tobacco with my bare hands until all the skin peels off my hands. And I get the And they look like these red, like... Bubbles. Like it's like <laughs> a, so it's like from a horror movie, your hands. Like oh, they're just... God. Yeah. The, the skin is all peeled off till they're just red. It, it's mm. like in RoboCop when the guy's like... Dying from the acid. Yes. yes. What the fuck? It's exactly yeah, and like she would that. do it because she's like balls, man. She's tough as shit. Uh, so from ask, Norfolk County. So you had tobacco dick? Would it tra- yeah, would it transfer to your dick? Yeah, like, like, was your dick orange? Were you your jerk on? Your, your right. head she, we're, we're, ca- we're Catholic, eh? So uh, at this time we weren't married. So we her mouth was orange? Oh, I forgot about, <laughs> I forgot about the rules. <laughs> that would mean that she sucked your... F- Hands. That's some, your tobacco <laughs> dick sucking from hands. You're from sucking hands. Yeah, that's all we do. It's just finger so, sucking so all night. <laughs> What's it like being? Catholic? I just got addicted to the nicotine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you have to wait. You have to. <laughs> she was dating you for cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, she was just got addicted to the. She yeah. got to the rush, that nicotine rush. Yeah, it's a real, right it's now. a real perk of priming tobacco. I'm jerking off a lot. Is your dick actually has a you know calming effect on women? <laughs> Yeah. So relaxed. Yeah. Talk about addicting. Hey, Michael. Hey, just lay back and have a time. I wonder if there's anything to that. I'm going to continue to rub tobacco on my dick. <laughs> Problem solved. It's like Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> hey, everybody. That's our segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> If you'd like to provide us with more of that stuff, go to live from the Dutch gmail.com or give us a message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, LinkedIn, Quora, fucking whatever. Wait, you guys are actually on Quora? I guess. Uh, I keep getting incredible. emails every 10 seconds about it. How do you... Quora. How do, you, how do you write questions about this show <laughs> in show format? I think there's a lot of questions Are you the tonight? Haitian dwarf? Oh, speaking of which... Where's my phone? What if we're the cheese? What about the cheese lady? Oh shit! Oh, and the Haitian door. Dude, where's my phone? You know? It's not over here. Fromage lady. Uh, I can't do it that one. Let me just see. Do you, I'm just gonna see one time here. One time. One, one, time. one time. One time. Um. All right, forget it. Cheese lady, if we missed your... I know we missed it. I'm sorry. Oh, and I'm just going to end with Bailey. Bailey says, Paul, wow, just wow. I would have once said you were irreplaceable, but now I'm on Team Laurie. Fuck you, Paul. Whoa. Oh, yeah. The gauntlet has been thrown. Bailey Adcock does not like him. Thank you very much for your feedback, everybody. Keep telling your friends and making the show better. Guys, this whole thing is just like an average episode of Live from the Dutch Hall. We have a subject... We're supposed to talk about the subject, yep. and then we do not talk about the subject. <laughs> right. We talk about everything but that subject. And, I thought they uh, were supposed to play a song right now. Oh, what? No, no, no. They already did it. No? Okay. They did everything right. right. You, they guys nailed it you guys You guys. Yeah, no, they, they actually killed it. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's a sign of a good show, because we had an actually wow. organic conversation, and it was really nice to have you guys in. Yeah. Uh, now, before we go, well, let's just touch on it for a second. Okay, this was supposed to be our subject for the day is uh, do you guys have like a passion project, something that's like uh, outside of your regular work? Like a stand up for you, uh, Brett, is that your regular work now? No, I still do my game design job. Yeah, so y'all have y'all have gigs outside of what you're doing, right? Mm -hmm. So like. But passion project for you would be stand up, right? 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. And then would uh, what's the end goal for stand up? 
Um, I really just want to tour. Like, I just want to be a touring comic. Be able to make a living and make, yeah, and feed yourself, right? Pretty much. I'll live in a van and tour around. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, and that's a reasonable goal, right? Yeah. And it makes you happy. Oh yeah. And other people would say that's not a goal that would make them happy. No. But it would make you f- incredibly happy. Oh yeah, I would love it. And other people would look at uh, that and say something's wrong with Brett. Yeah, he's having a midlife crisis. He wants to go live in a van. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Almost, he's almost forty. He wants to live in a van and just tour around and just yeah. do comedy. And that to him is making it. Yeah, living in yeah, a yeah. van yeah. and touring—that's making it. Yeah, you're you're of no fixed address. I made it. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I just something about it. I don't. That's that's it for me. Is touring and then maybe a Netflix special, whatever. But I want to just tour around. <laughs> yeah. I just want to tour around and just tell jokes to everybody. That's it. Like go to the United Kingdom, Australia, America, all that. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> Yeah, it seems reasonable, right? Yeah, yeah. Just be able to do what you want. Anyways, uh, Ryan, same question. You're you have a profession. You're prof- you have a profession as well. Yeah, I do. I uh, I get to explore the Arctic, which is already a cool job, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So, I don't really have big goals. Like I remember this Calvin and Hobbes comic. Calvin's like, "What do you want to wish for?" I would wish for a billion dollars and all this. And Hobbes goes, "I want a peanut butter and jelly sandwich." And at the end, he gets his wish because it's simple. So that's mine. I'm just doing comedy because I like it. It makes you happy and yeah. feels great. Like, my only end goal right now is maybe get to the point where maybe I could headline some regional shows because I got friends all over southern Ontario. they like, hey, come on out on a Saturday. Anything over that is gravy. Yeah. Sorry to Lori. <laughs> Lori, yeah. sorry, Lori. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's... Sorry, Lori. But I think there's a good point to that, you know, like that you set goals that are, like, that's something you can actually uh, get to, and then you don't... Ha- and if it's not based on money... If I said this on the show before, it's not based on money. It's not based on fame. Mm-hmm. If it's, it's not based on power, yeah. you know, then it's a noble thing. And then you have no, like, then there's no reason not to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. But if it's based on those three things, money, fame, or power, you'll never get enough of it to make yourself happy from that. Mm-hmm. So the, your motive has to be something different other than that in order to make yourself. This is like Jerry Springer moment at the end <laughs> where they just go like, uh, they sum, sum it up. It had nothing to do with anything we talked about all night. <laughs> Wait, are we Jerry Springer guests? Because yes. yes. I didn't hear We're, the ding ding. We gotta throw a chair at the end. Yeah. Where's Steve? So Hold on. Yeah, Where's Steve. Steve. Steve hates farmers. Steve's right there. <laughs> Go get the pitchfork. Farmers. Oh yeah. Just farming's easy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I also want to be a tobacco farmer. I bet you work in an office. I don't. Yeah. Uh. yeah. I also want to be a try tobacco it. Try it for everybody. Try to guess what everybody does. Yeah, See if you can get it. anyone. Uh, like. Uh, uh, all right. Let me. Okay, let I'm gonna go like farmer, farmer, not office, but. You think what, office. You think farmer, farmer, yeah. <laughs> just farmers. So, so like Charters, char, let's just go like for the people at home. He said Charters was a farmer. Charters looks like a man that just tied a woman up to a railroad track. Yeah, I was going to say, he's, right? No, he's the kind of guy he's who He's got a like, curly his, mustache. No, no, he grows his own barley for his own micro beers. Ah, now we're getting I was there. thinking, now we're getting closer. Close. We're getting he's closer. The, he's yeah. the town weed man. That's what I'm looking for. Ah. Do you run a coffee my, shop? My, my beeper. Oh, I like that one. Coffee shop would be a thing for you, Jake. Yeah. Dave. Mm-hmm. No, you want to know what Dave really is? Yes. Master of industry. <laughs> Wow. Hey? What is that? He's got a job that's like so uh, like good. Mm. Like he, he like he's like uh, uh he works at some big huge place where people that like uh <laughs> 
people that make lots of money, they like they go to him for expertise. Oh, really? Oh. So you, can't talk, you can't talk about what he does is what you're saying. That's yeah. I don't like talking about what I do, but Dave, I respect that. And if you're that cool, call me, brother. <laughs> I was, I no, think, he's uh, not cool at all. It's a shit job. <laughs> the it's horrible. Cool. Horribly not cool. Fuck Dave, then. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's well. He he won't let me talk about anything bad about his job because uh, he doesn't want to lose it because it's that bad. <laughs> Somehow that makes sense to him. Yeah, but you know what? I feel your pain. You got a pension? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Word up. Yeah. <laughs> That's a trap, man. Uh, they gave me a, my my Not job. Not do comedy. <laughs> no, it's a trap, man. <laughs> Always I, I, a trap. Always a trap. But uh, you got to have a way out, though. If you had a, you you have like a. Your pension, because you're young, is it defined contribution or defined <laughs> no, it, benefit? Uh, it's where, uh, as inflation goes up, it prorates to inflation. But do you get? Is it based on your years and your? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't think they did that anymore. Most people don't anymore. That's they, a good deal. They don't. So you could probably figure out where I work from that. So don't. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. don't. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, Lori. You'll be the last to give that up. Oh, Whoever yeah, your can't. employer is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but that's good for you though. That is hard to give up. They make it hard. For that's why I do up. comedy for a passion because I love it. But I can't give up my day no, job. I was going to say I can't remember his name, but I thought he was a teacher. Steve. Steve. Yeah. Steve looks like he directs he like amateur porn. No, oh. <laughs> university yeah, teacher of sorts. He's actually oh. Tony Stark's partner. <laughs> oh, is this Robotics. like the new progressive sequel? <laughs> no, there's two white guys. That's not was, a progressive sequel. It was the first yeah. one. It will be eventually. Oh, I thought you meant dating partner. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they're like brothers or something. Come on. Oh. No, Steve's, Steve. Uh, Steve films horse dicks. <laughs> so you were really close. Mr. Hands, I love you. Can love I get you. in on that? Can He's I... just starting no. to get into that season where he goes around the countryside. Am I, am I, how much of this is true? What percent? Uh, a solid ninety-nine percent. Yeah. Really? He goes around the countryside and he has a. He wants to film studs. Are you filming studs? I'm filming. I, I shoot like race horses that is this are for real? Up for sale. Yeah. For, for actual real. Oh my. <laughs> I go around to farms all over Ontario oh and I God. shoot these horses. It has nothing to do shoot with their dicks. Shoot them where? It has, nothing, the fucking camera, it has, it has nothing to do with their dicks, but they are studs, correct? But you get dick but shots. it's also all about their dicks. Wait, no, no, but yeah. you get dick shots because they, they do want to see dick shots, right? No one wants to see Wait, dick so shots. Wait, so amateur porn wasn't <laughs> that far off. That's what I said. So, yeah, so Steve, you Steve. You pay attention to what you're saying, dude. So, Steve, is it true that, that <laughs> you as a camera person on this thing has to taste the jizz of the horse. <laughs> is that true? I no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, my mistake. My mistake. Sorry. No, he just does it for fun. He yeah, that's just a hobby. That's your career. <laughs> so you're not a horse cum sommelier. He's got a Yelp review for each horse. <laughs> that's stud had good good calves. Cum would not recommend. <laughs> you see? This show ends with a nice little That's tight great. bow. Follow you your dreams, people. And you can drink cum like my buddy Steve. <laughs> right out of a horse's dick. <laughs> Until next week, everybody. Tell your friends. We continue to listen to our program. And see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Thanks, guys, for coming in. Thanks, Pete. Thank you.
<laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. That was Woo! good.